0: Hey beauties, welcome to the clean beauty podcast. Did you know that unlike most everything else in America, cosmetics are not regulated? This means that corporations can use thousands of potentially harmful ingredients that I personally know can cause health problems. I'm your host, Cassandra McClure. I've been in the beauty business for over 10 years as a celebrity makeup artist that advocates for safer and more sustainable cosmetics. Join me each week for important news, exclusive interviews, and more on the clean beauty revolution. Today, I wanted to talk about Instagram, specifically Instagram success. Anyone who knows me knows that I've managed dozens of accounts and still run three to five Instagram pages. I've started accounts for small businesses like my local nail salon and even my own puppy, Obigail the Frenchie. I have a events page. I have sustainable project, which I started in really, wow. 2018. And then I have my clean beauty experts and my own. So I know quite a lot about Instagram and I've learned a lot. And I wanted to share some of those tips and tricks with you and also share my journey and really what's worked, what hasn't, what stayed the same, what hasn't, and really kind of break down the different names. I know certain things like geotag can be like really confusing, like breaking down those barriers and simplifying the message in the text. And then also uh, just kind of why we're doing this today is because I had a lash artist over today and I was walking her through all of this and she was like so new, but I actually discovered her on Instagram and she wasn't even aware of that. And so I wanted to share because I thought, you know, if she didn't realize that there's probably a lot of other women out there, men too, who don't really realize the influence that they're making or that they could have on Instagram. So let's dive right in and I'm going to go over quite a few things, including hashtags, geotags, location, uh, photo quality, style, aesthetic, colors, and really hashtags following, liking, comments, and then scheduling. So quite a bit, but it's all really simple. Uh, I guess because I've been doing it so long, so that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, The first thing that everyone knows about Instagram is that it's picture-based. So you definitely want to make sure that your photos are, are nice, beautiful, clear, bright, unless you have a very moody feel. For someone like me as a makeup artist, as a model, uh, as an entrepreneur, it's really hard to get the same exact photo style down for every single picture because I have so many different photographers that I work with and some photos are of my own. Uh, So it's not like I can have the same color scheme because I don't want to change a certain photographers. You know, I don't want to use their filters. I don't recommend filters for everyone. It depends on your profession. If you decide on a filter, you might want to think about if you're going to keep that forever, or if you're going to change it. But overall, when someone goes to your profile and someone sees your account, there's a lot of different um, things that they're that are, they're going to see. And the first thing is is your photo, and then the second thing is your name. I think that your name should be something easy to remember. It probably should be your own name unless it's your business name. I have. Uh, really good friend that has a really weird name. And I, I just wish that she would change it. And the ones with like a lot of numbers or too many letters, when someone says, oh, what's your Instagram? And you're like, oh, and you got to grab their phone and put it in there. That's probably bad. You should probably have something very simple that's very catchy or easy to remember. Otherwise, people aren't going to tag you. So you're losing out on Instagram stories and also people tagging you in regular photos, like photo tagging, and even in comments, like sometimes you won't come up. So and if you have a very common name, you might get people might just get frustrated that there's a 100 other Joe Schmoes. And so they're also not going to tag you. So something to think about. The second thing is your bio. So you have a decision to make in at any stage on Instagram, whether you want to be a business account or not, I highly recommend being a business account so you can see your analytics. If you're, if you care about that, if you don't, then maybe it's not for you. But I don't believe that the algorithm is going to pin you down that much more. I think that having a business account is is great. It connects to your a business account on Facebook, and we'll get into that in a minute. But for me, for every single account, it's really cool because it lets you call. Or map or email or get directions right to your business just with a click of a button right on your profile. And like you could click the button call and it'll call. And you don't have to put your phone number on there. It's really user friendly and it's basically your website. Nowadays, you know the millennials, the younger generation, even the older generation. Everyone's going on Instagram. If you have a visual business, if you are a beauty influencer, photographer, doesn't matter. This lash artist, for example, she—that's uh, that's how I found her on Instagram. So think about that. Think about your name. Okay, my name is Cassandra McClure. The first uh, bio header is Cassandra McClure Clean Beauty. That's because Cassandra McClure is one word in my actual title, but in my bio header, I need, I need the headline to also say Cassandra McClure with spaces in between. So if someone searches that it's, it's going to come up first, I want it to come up first. So whatever name is in your, as a, uh, your main name, you probably want to write it again. Uh, and then clean beauty, because I want people to understand that if they don't know who Cassandra McClure is, that I'm all about clean beauty. And then you can also change right under that, there's like a little gray area. And that's where it'll connect to your Facebook page. And that's where it'll basically have your name of whatever you do. Mine says makeup artist, you can change it to say, whatever you want. If you're a cake, baker, florist, whatever, there's like a million different things that you can choose. And that comes up and that doesn't count against your text. So I don't want to make it too complicating. I want to make this really, really simple. But anyways, you get about six lines of text. So mine says right now, because I change it all the time, because I'm always changing with my events and stuff I'm doing hosting new blogs, blah, blah, blah. Mine says celebrity makeup artist and clean beauty expert. Notice I said makeup artist, it says makeup artist, but I also say it again in case. Case anyone looks it up, it might pop up. And then I also say clean beauty again, because I want them to understand what, it, what is clean beauty. I want them to know within the first second that they're on my page, oh, she's an expert. Okay. So she's into clean beauty. Okay. And she's a makeup artist. That's very clear now. Um, and then it says director at sustainable project. And now you can add in, if you put in the at sign, If you have another account that you want it connected to, now they can click that. So if you click Sustainable Project, it goes to Sustainable Projects Instagram, which I think is very smart to do as many times as you can in your bio. My next line says mentor at Beauty Counter. Then Beauty Counter is there. Again, uh, it's great because they can click to that profile and say, oh, I didn't know what that was. Now I do. Same thing with Alt Summit. I'm speaking there. It says Alt Summit 324 2019 because I am speaking there at that date. So everyone's like, Oh, wow, now I know that. So it's a lot of information. You don't have to have all of that. But you can have, you know, what you do, you can have your dog's thing. I sometimes have Obi in there. Sometimes I'll put my uh, clean beauty experts one on there. And now I have new blog post on the website, click below. And it basically has a link to my uh, link tree which also goes to your website. I think that you should have your location on there. So many times I've gone onto someone's page and I'm like, they could be in Australia. They could be in US. I have no idea. And I think that if you don't have your location on there, it's almost kind of shady and it's frustrating right off the bat. Cause you're like, I don't know if I should connect with you or not. Like if I'm looking for a nail artist and it says, and people do this all the time. They hashtag hashtag Palo Alto Nail artist because I'm looking for a new nail artist, but then I go on their page and they don't have a location. So I'm like, oh, they just use that hashtag. They're being they're just trying to get people to their page, which is smart in a way, but if you don't have where you're at in your main bio right when you click on your page, it could be very frustrating yes, you can travel. And I do. And when I do travel, I put currently in this area, you can change your bio as many times as you want. Click edit profile. You can change your bio. Very, very simple. So I have my page, my, uh, to, click to Cassandra McClure it's connected on Facebook my category is makeup artist my contact options I have an email a phone number and address so if anyone wants to know they can see clearly where I'm at and how to get a hold of me right away if it's an emergency or whatever then we get to stories I think stories are very interesting I really love them and it's helped me get business it's helped me reach a new audience it's really helped me stay top of mind to so, with so many people. And basically, what that is is around your photo, your head, your profile photo, there's a little colored rim. And you, it, it basically means that you have done a story and what a story is, is when you click the little camera button, when you're on your home screen, you can do a story. You can, you can talk, you can share photos, you can share what you're, a screen share of what you're doing on your computer. You can share an event. You can share someone else's story. You can share an inspirational photo or quote. Um, and it really, it, it, it sh- and then you show up on the top within, if you have, um, Let's say I just did a story right now and I posted it. Now, anyone who goes on Instagram within the next five or 10 minutes, depending on how many friends they have, I'm going to show up first. And so they're going to go look at my story and see what I'm doing. Because it's kind of like alive almost, because you're like, oh, I wonder when they posted it. Yeah, if they haven't gone on in a whole day, you might show up there and then they're like, oh, she, does she, this was what she was doing a few hours ago. But it's very personal. It's behind the scenes. It's kind of, I like to never be like perfect. I don't care if my hair's messed up. I don't care if my lipstick's perfect. I don't care if I'm in good lighting. I don't care if I say, um, a lot. I'm like, this is me. This is real. This is me at my house. This is my dog going crazy. This is me and my fiance, like going on a road trip, whatever it is. And I kind of, go into my day. And I show up every single day. If you're going to start doing stories, don't just randomly do it. Make sure you're showing up every day. There's amazing apps that you can schedule to make sure that you're showing up every day if you have trouble with it or hire someone. I highly recommend outsourcing. um, But you don't have to do that right away. But it has helped me grow tremendously. So when you are on your main page, the highlights are directly connected to your story. So your highlights are the little buttons that it's. you can, it has a little circle and a plus sign that says new underneath it. And that's where you add the the highlights. So you can say, you know, whatever in a story and then add the highlight and say like, My morning coffee routine. Sophia does that. She's really great at it. She kind of says, Hey guys, today I'm going here for this job, blah, 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 blah. And then she saves it as a highlight. So if anyone has never met her before or just got on her page, they could be like, What is she about? What is this person like? They could click on the story on the highlight reel and see, oh, she drinks coffee every morning. Like she's just like me and she's always in her car. She's like really funny. She does this. Oh, she does styled shoots. Oh, she has a shop. Oh, she does like dupes. Oh, okay. I want to follow her. So you have like five to 10 seconds to kind of maybe even less amount of time to for someone to decide if they want to be your friend or not if they want to follow you or not, if you're interesting or not. And so I think that having a story reel helps because they're like, okay, it's not just a bunch of photos of stills. They can say, oh, okay. Do I like her voice? Do I like her face? Do I like, you know, what she's talking about? Do I like her dog? Whatever. And then you scroll down a little bit more and then there's four more buttons. So the one with the grid is where your, your home screen, your home page is with all the pictures. And there's pictures of the grids are in threes. So three, six, nine, twelve, right? And you should be posting once a day if you're on Instagram. Why? Because it's about showing up. It's about staying consistent. And again, there's an app. There's lots of apps that can, uh, you can pre-schedule if you have pictures or a photo shoot you did last year or 10 years ago, you can always reuse them. No one will ever know the difference. And I have thousands of photos that I have uh, saved in a stock pile in a folder and I use them and pull them out whenever I'm inspired or whenever I need a pink photo or a photo of me at the beach or whatever I grab it I put it in and it makes for a really fun feed. The second little button is uh, if you want to scroll through someone's feed it just it's a regular square and that's just scrolling through their feed each photo instead of opening up each photo. The third one is a little star with a little round thing about it. And that is for only people on your close friends list that can see your posts, which I don't really use. The fourth thing is it has a little person inside of it. And it's all the Uh, pictures or videos that someone tagged of you. Now you can do this in your settings where nobody can tag you or you have to approve people before they tag you. But this has been, this is a whole story within itself. And it's very cool because if someone wants to see what other people are posting about you, they can tag you in that. And it shows a different side of you or of your clients or Whatever. So it's very cool to uh, look at someone else's or also look at your own, make sure that you know that that is there, because you don't want um, your friends, you know, maybe tagging you going out if you don't want that kind of image on your business page so now we're going to get into hashtags hashtags are really fun and today with speaking with my lash artist she didn't really understand how the hashtags worked but I told her that that's how I found her so I found her by searching the hashtag bay area lash artist and she goes oh yeah I've used that hashtag and I was like oh okay great that's how people search for you or how I did it." And she, uh, I said, do you ever use geotags? And she said, well, what's that? And so I thought I would share that with you for anyone who doesn't really know. So geotagging is basically just sharing your location. Your location is on; it can be changed on your photo at any time and you just press edit and then you can click to the top Change location and you can search, or it'll automatically come up with a little arrow and it'll show the closest things near you. So, right now I'm near San Francisco, so it shows San Francisco, certain parks, city halls, civic center, whatever. I uh, advised her that instead of tagging San Francisco every single time she does an Instagram post, she should change it up. One should be in San Francisco, one could be in Palo Alto, one can be in. San Jose, one can be in Menlo Park. Why? Because different people are searching in different areas, and if she services all those areas, she can tag and show up, and potentially even be featured in those areas. You should be doing the same thing on Stories. You can you can cue in a location. You can type it in. You can hashtag it. You can add it as like an actual location post. And a lot of times, more people will see your post because you, as long as your page is public because you tagged a different area. Then you can also hashtag locations. So with hashtags, you can, for example, what I do is I say makeup artist and then the area that I'm in. So makeup artist Palo Alto, makeup artist San Jose, makeup artist Menlo Park. It's great to do the hashtags for the same reason. People are searching in their area for something that they need. So what is it in your area or in other people's area that you service that they need. A lot of times I hear from other friends that, well, I don't go to Sacramento. I don't service anybody there. Well, that's okay. But what if they're coming to Palo Alto and they just saved your page or found you? They could still follow you. They could still get inspiration. They could still ask you a question. And a lot of times... They'll come to you because if you if you say, oh, you know, I'm only in like Menlo Park, they don't know that Menlo Park exists or they don't know that little town. You can still say Sacramento makeup artist. And then when you say, oh, yeah, I don't go to Sacramento, but, you know, I'm in Menlo Park. They're like, oh, where's that? okay I'll just come to you. So that's how it could kind of work. Um, and hashtags are great. I like to use, you know, 10 or 20. It's depends on you, but I would say utilize hashtags. Don't overuse hashtags that are over like a million hits and it'll show you how many times the hashtag has been used. If it's millions or bajillions, you don't want to use it because you're really probably aren't going to show up. Um, yes, you could, but maybe only for a few seconds. So it, it doesn't really help. For example, if someone said Bay Area, if I use that hashtag, well, someone might have to scroll down for a year before they ever see my picture. So I like to write Bay Area expert, clean beauty expert, or hairstylist. Moving on to photos of you and high quality. So you do not nowadays have to have a professional photographer to have good images on Instagram take your photos during natural daylight in a cl- in cloudy weather. If it's overcast, great. Flat lays, use a handheld light. There's ring lights, selfie lights. There's so many things you can get on Amazon. I even use my vanity sometimes or even my phone light. Sometimes I want a really tricked out cool light or I'll use other lights and mirrors to reflect. Uh, I love using natural window lighting to do any flat lays. There are lots and lots of ways and be resourceful, look things up online. You can go on on YouTube or Pinterest and find lots of ways to do flat lays or pictures or even selfies. And nowadays with iPhone X or almost any iPhone, you can get great high quality photos. I just took one today and posted it got 136 likes with me and four girlfriends. And what do you know, I went right near natural light. It was horrible lighting in the studio. But I was like, Hey, you guys, I found a window, let's do a picture here. And it's great. Everyone loved it. Lots of comments and likes. So next, I want to talk about uh, following. So a lot of people ask me how I grow my accounts. And it's really, really easy. So I follow the guidelines. I try to post once a day. If it's not my main account, I do not post once a day. I post a couple times a week, but I am consistent. My dog has almost 3,000 followers. She gets a couple hundred views, profile visits each week, and she has a great bio, a great profile photo, and a great um, feed. And I throw in, I sprinkle in videos, that's really fun. And then I do stories and I tag her. And when I'm busy and I know I'm not gonna have time to post for her, I'll tag I'll tag her in my stories and then repost them from her account. So you can do that to save some time if you have multiple accounts going on. Another thing is to follow other like-minded pages. So every so often... Like once a week, I'll go in the search bar in the little uh it's like a little search tab, and I'll write Bay Area Makeup Artists. And what will come up is a bunch of profiles. And usually the first thing to come up is anyone with Bay Area Makeup Artist in their title. Now, some of them are actually ma- named Bay Area Makeup Artists, but right underneath that is a little hashtag that says Bay Area Makeup Artist. So I click on that, I follow the, because now you can follow hashtags, and then I go through and anyone I find interesting, I like their pictures, I click their profile and I follow them. And sometimes I'll leave a comment as well, but you do you can do this up to a hundred or two hundred times a day. I don't have the time to do that anymore, but when I started my accounts, this is how I grew them very quickly. For my dog, for myself, for my dog, I would look up Bay Area Frenchies, Frenchies in Bay Area, Frenchie Frenchy Fiends, whatever it is, and I follow the accounts, I like them, I leave comments, and I engage. I will wake up the next morning and I'll have 20 to 50 new followers on my account. This has worked time and time again for me for years. I don't know why more people don't talk about this technique, but I do believe it works. It's tried and true with every single account that I've ever had. I like using the hashtag version because you can get into the hashtags quicker. Like you can see way more profiles than if you click each individual profile. You can do that too, though so it depends on what you're looking for but look up hashtags that are like-minded or that are geo ba- geographically based on wo- where you're trying to reach your clients if you are a let's say bridal makeup artist and you're looking for new brides in palo alto what do you think that you would hashtag engaged palo alto that would be a great one so you look up engaged in palo alto engaged in california engaged you know whatever And that has worked really great for me. I have almost 10,000 followers on my main account just by um, engaging, liking, commenting, and following is the most important thing. Following other accounts. Now on Instagram, you cannot follow more than, I believe, 7,500 people. Now why that is is because spammers could go around and they could follow millions of people and get hundreds of thousands or millions of followers now i think it's really to limit but also just because they know that you can't keep up with 7500 people's posts and, and that makes a lot of sense but there are great apps to you're like well what do you do after you hit 7500 and you only have 200 followers well you probably don't have a good account you before you follow anyone you need to make sure your profile photo is good your bio is good you have clickable links you have a couple stories you have Great content, at least a couple words or hashtags in all of your photos, and you should have I would say a full screen. That is three, six, nine, twelve, sixteen, six, nine, twelve. Oh, sorry, fifteen pictures. So if you scroll down on your phone, depending on what you're using, an iPad or an iPhone, you should uh scroll down until you can only see photos. And that should leave you about 15 to 18. So you can kind of scroll a little bit before you do anything else before you look for friends before you do anything. I mean, yes, your mom, your, your close friends know you might have an Instagram and you might want to add some people on there, but you should have some pretty cool content and they all should not all look the same. I don't like when I go to a new page and it's the, a girl with a makeup look on every single photo. I mean, that is a certain type of uh person looking to follow that account. I kind of like a little bit more variety, but that's just me. So if someone's going to my account and they're looking for only pictures of me with lipstick next to my face, I'm def- they're definitely not going to follow me. So there's someone for everyone and you have to figure out what you're comfortable with. You know, I like to throw in a picture of product every once in a while, a fun fact. I like, I like facts and things like that and pictures of me majority, but I also like to show that I have friends and that I'm not a total loner. Next is to schedule out. So, scheduling out means really not scheduling for a year of your life and never going on Instagram again because that doesn't work because the algorithms are going to know you haven't logged on to Instagram, that you haven't done any of your own posts, that you haven't been engaging, that you haven't been liking and commenting. and And your fans or your followers or your friends might also realize that you're not ever on Instagram because one, you might not have stories. And for two, you never like their stuff. So scheduling out really means like, okay, for instance, I'm going to Bermuda at the end of the month. I don't, I'm not going to have a whole week when I'm there to go on Instagram every single day and do a full post. So, I'm pre-scheduling out Christmas and my birthday to have some stuff post while I'm out of the office because I'd like to enjoy my ca- my vacation a little bit. Although I'll be doing stories and things like that, I will make sure that they're cohesive with what I'll be posting, but more often than than not, it'll show me a picture with all my girlfriends in napa and then if you go to my story it's like me and my bed so there are different like you know like i'm drinking coffee i'm just talking to you about my day or whatever so there are different um people have different opinions on what you should be posting and when, when it comes to scheduling and what your stories should look like. But I believe that I'm being real, in my stories. And Hey, if you, if you see me post a, a beautiful photo of me, like out in a desert or a valley somewhere like modeling, like it doesn't mean that I have to be out in a desert modeling, but some people think that you should be doing that. But I think that that's really crazy. And I would just, I'm not going to spend all my time in desert. So um, scheduling out is smart because you could say, okay, I'm going to be out of town Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I definitely want to go on stories, but I don't have time to post. I don't even know what I'm going to post. Let me dig up some old photos. Let me look at my Dropbox. Let me look at my computer. Like, let me see what other people tagged me in and see if I can repost one of theirs. If you want to be kind of lazy, um, a repost app is really great. I use Canva to edit some of my photos and my stories. I love using, I pay for a couple different apps, but one of them is Linktree, which is not what links to your bio, but really it's on Later. So Later is L-A-T-E-R. It's free for up to like 30 posts a month, which is basically every day, but I need to post uh, farther out and I like the analytics. I like to know what's going on. So I need that for my account um, because I've beefed up a lot of my stuff. And so basically it'll kind of give you, you could store thousands of photos in there. You could choose whichever ones you want. You can store your quotes and you can save them in certain different albums. But I don't want to get too deep into that because this is a general overview of tips and tricks of Insta. So um, just scheduling out is smart. Find a schedule tool that you like. I've tried them all. I just ended up going up with later, but I did do trials with every one because I like to know what's out there. And I know some of them might have new features that come out. So I like to look at them and explore, but I don't uh I, I'm probably not gonna switch off later just because I like the way it works. It has an app. I can do it right from my phone and uh, the best part is doing it from a computer. You can schedule them. Auto post is what it's called auto posting. So it automatically posts. If you're asleep, it'll just post for you. It'll look like you just posted. And sometimes I um, wonder if my friends think that I'm not responding to them, but they saw me post on Instagram. I know that they had to get over that at first because they were like, "Wait, why aren't you responding to me?" But you're posting, and I'm like, "I'm not posting. <laughs> I'm at work." Um, because sometimes, you know, we just don't have time. We have kids, we have jobs, we're on a plane, and we. Uh, the algorithms on these apps, like Later, know when all my friends and my affiliates, everybody is on these apps. And so it posts when everyone's online, sometimes that's six in the morning on a Sunday, it's like 5pm. It depends when it changes month to month and day to day. But the great part is you don't have to do the you know, it takes all the guesswork out, you don't have to do all of that. I really I used to like use apps and be like, okay, it's Monday. What about four o'clock? And then like, and set alarms and then go back and do it at four o'clock and then like tag everyone and do all this stuff. The one thing that is a downside to that is if you do it a photo shoot, which I do a lot of photo shoots, it's hard to tag everyone that was involved in that photo shoot on that particular photo from the app. So I think people that I've worked with just know now that sometimes they're going to see photos that I post you know, a lot of them are collab shoots, some of them were paid, but I'm posting and, you know, a lot of people have mixed emotions about when you should be giving credit and stuff like that. I think it's annoying when you see a photo of someone and it like the text is like, 30 lines of like all the credits for everyone. I used to do that on every single photo. But at the end of the day, no one really is looking at that. They're looking at what you're saying and they're looking at beautiful photos of you. I don't think you need to say every single thing. If someone says, oh my God, who made those that flower crown? Or, oh my God, who took that photo? Of course I'm gonna tag the photographer, but oftentimes they're just going on because they're going on your page. It's not doing the other person a disservice. It's not doing the artist that you're working with a disservice. I've been on hundreds of different pages and seen my images posted and my work, and those people not... Tag me and that's totally fine. Look in any, like, look in any high fashion glamour magazine or anything. Do you see the uh the fashion, the hair and makeup artist and the photographer like bright red on the photo? No, you're looking at the model at this outfit. You're looking at, you know, if you wanna buy something, it's on the side, but it's usually not makeup artist by this person. I don't expect to be tagged in every single thing, especially on collab shoots. We did this for a reason. We're all using these for our portfolios. So if you are creative and you're worried about that and you are feeling like, "Oh my god, I forgot who collabed with me on that. Oh my gosh, I don't know her Instagram anymore." And you're you're being held back and not posting because you feel like you have to tag every single person in the photo and in the text below and tag them, like, don't worry about it. And if you're working with people that are giving you a really hard time, just don't work with them anymore. And anyone who's really professional and successful knows that it's all good. And yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I wanted to keep this really short and sweet and give you guys all the nitty gritty. And really, it's not about how many followers you have. It's about how much engagement. And I really hope that you all understand that if you're not you're giving, you're not receiving. And and really, I have between two and 3,000 right now profile visits every week and I How that's possible, because I know a lot of people, like my own dog, she only gets like 100, right? A lot of people are like, how do you get 3,000 people on your page? And how do you have like 50,000 a week conversions and all these things? It's because I am engaging. I'm going on other people's profiles. I'm liking, commenting, sharing, and keeping my story relevant and also following. I follow. And then at the end of a week, I go on an app called Cleaner, and I know that they delete these every once in a while, but there's nothing wrong with going onto an app that, like Cleaner, and you can log in with your Instagram, and what you do is you put in uh, your Instagram name, and then you say, fast unfollow anyone who's not following me back. So what that does is it selects any profiles who aren't following you, because I follow like a couple hundred like profiles a week, right? This is like my big secret. And once those people see my profile and they go onto my page, they scroll, maybe they forget to follow or they don't. After a week, I go and I unfollow them because I don't want to be supporting and following anyone who's not following me. That's just the way I roll. I don't have a problem um, supporting lots and lots of people. And I know I'm not going to like four or 5,000 people's posts every single day. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if they're not following me, I don't really care to follow them. And I know that some people like, for instance, I'm following, um, 90 or I have like almost 10,000 followers. I only have, I'm only following less than half that that's because some of the accounts are private and they are like family friends and stuff like that. But I'm following like all the business accounts and stuff like that. So don't think that because I'm not following you, I mean, just send me a DM if I'm not following you back or somehow that, because sometimes the in, the cleaner tool will make it so that um, we'll unfollow people who are following you just by, I think it, it makes mistakes sometimes. But what I'm really getting at is, if I followed all 7,500 people and I wanted to follow someone and I couldn't follow them, that would be really, really frustrating. And I like to look at different profiles and follow different people to get different people on my radar and get pe- different people looking at my page, looking at my offers, looking at my blog, looking at all that stuff. So I like to have a few thousand, um, it, like t- to be able to play with, um, The last thing that I'm going to go over before I say goodbye is the insights. So insights are at the top of your page and they, it shows like how many profile visits you get right under your name. If you're on your main page on your, if you click your, your profile photo on the right hand corner on the very bottom, you can click the top. It'll say how many profile and it'll say insights. So activity, content, and audience. It'll show your interactions first. It'll show you which days of the week are highly interactive. And you can click on any of the blue things on those little bars. And they'll say how many interactions. So for me, actions taken from November 26th to December second, So like about a week, it says th- these are how many people like actually clicked or liked your something on your page. So I got 2466. It says on Saturday and Sunday, I had an up of like 500 uh, people. So whatever I did on Saturday and Sunday, I can go back and look and see why. What the heck did I post on Saturday and Sunday that was so amazing? And it's because I had a Bay Area shoot uh, that I posted about, it's a winter shootout. I already have a sold out date. It's like a big thing. And so like I had a whole bunch of photographers and I posted it through HoneyBook and I posted it on Facebook and I know that I got a lot of, of people on there. And so that says a lot to me. I'm like, okay, people really like when I have shootouts, people want to go on my page. I had 43 website clicks. Um, people wanted to get directions or see where I was too some people wanted to call me, go down to discovery. And again, the little bars, a lot of people don't realize that on the little bars, you can click on the bar and it'll show you exactly how many people on each day. Tuesdays are the lowest days for me. People are working Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I think that's when people are just in that like, you know, Mondays are a little higher, but like Tuesdays are like the lowest day for me. Um, And so it's just based off of whatever my uh, whatever people are doing, but I get really, really high engagements on Saturdays and Sundays. So I know a lot of people, it's the opposite because, and it depends on the time of the year. So in the wedding industry, obviously Saturdays and Sundays, no one in the wedding industry is going on your page because they're all working weddings. We all are, but, um, discovered. So almost 4,000 people discovered my page from November 26th to December 2nd. And really it'll show you each day how many people discovered your page. And so it'll say, okay, almost 2000 people on Sunday and then impressions. So that's down at the very bottom and it'll say how many impressions you got versus like the last week before that. And it'll say, and mine says like 25,000. So that's how many people basically are, how many impressions you left on people, I guess is what you could say, like the total number of times all of your posts have been seen. So in a week, 25,000. So in if you break that up, like into a month, you're looking at like, um, like 100,000, or sorry, 50. Yeah, like, I usually get around 100,000 a month. And that is and that's not a, that is a lot but it's because of how much I'm interacting and i think a lot of people are like oh my god it's like magic like how do you do that and it's really i'm telling you guys is not a secret it well it is a secret but it's not because i'm telling you <laughs> it's really about being on it and if you don't have the time you should hire somebody if you want to be successful uh and then reach is so reach and impressions are different the reach is about how many people or accounts, whatever one you want to call them, that have seen your posts, okay? Like unique accounts. So basically like new accounts and stuff like that. Impressions are like everybody that has always seen your stuff, like everyone that's going on looking at your stuff. So that's how many like impressions you're getting. Like, okay, they're going on, they're looking at several pictures and blah, 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 blah. Okay. The next tab over, if you go back up to the top, activity content. So content shows how many posts this week, right? How many posts you've done. Um, and it'll include feed and stories and all that. Like I had 80. That's, I mean, that that's high, right? You think it sounds high, but it's actually, I've had a really low week. Um, and then it'll show you feed posts. It'll show you what recent posts you have, and then if you click on that, on see all, you can filter them. So let's say I wanted to see everyone that has emailed me in the last two years, like how many people clicked on, like what made people want to email. So interestingly enough, I have not very many people emailing. Usually people want to call me or do a DM. So let's do follows. And you can click through and see, oh, wow, eight people followed me from this one picture or three people followed me from that one. Oh, okay, wow, a lot of people followed me because they saw Obi and they want to follow me because of that, right? So I'm like, okay, Obi still gets good engagement on my page too. Cool. So you can see what's popular. I really, I think it's important to see engagement. I like to know in the last two years, what are the most engaging posts? And then somehow repurpose those if I'm like, okay people really like selfies of me, I'm going to do more selfies. You can kind of start to see trends. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. Don't get too caught up in it. It's supposed to be fun. And then next is stories. So you scroll down, you can see all and see all your stories And your story will stay up for 24 hours, okay? If you want to keep your story, you put it down in the highlights. So you can do that, and I can tell you how, but it's very, very easy. There's so many tutorials. Uh, But basically, it'll show impressions, which means impressions are basically how many people, like, eyes. How many people saw your post, right? So you can say, or if you wanted to do, like, um, how many people followed in the last 24 hours based off your story like you'll see the numbers there. So stories, and then you can do promotions at the bottom, that's where you'll pay for advertising. But if you're listening to this, you're probably not ready to be paying for anything yet, just because you should probably build your account up, make sure you have some great content. If you already do, and you have some great offers to sell, um, then definitely or some great products, then yes, you should. But there's a whole that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) So then your audience. So it'll say how many followers you have, how many followers you have versus the last week. And then, top locations, so you can do by country or or you could do by by a uh, city, so my top locations have always been Seattle, dubai, San Francisco, and l a Why because I lived in all those places, and I have friends in all those places, and I have clients in all those places makes a lot of sense. Age range again makes a lot of sense twenty five through thirty four that 's my age range, and most of them are women, and I do have some men in that age range too. I have some in the thirty five to forty four I have friends that are a little older. And then I have some in the 18 to 24, but 48% is 25 to 34 because that's my age range. That's my friend range. That's who I work with. I have a straight up 50-50 split of gender. 50% women, 50% men. It's really amazing because I feel like I'm always talking to women, but I guess a lot of men like to follow my page as well um followers. So then on the very bottom it shows you again like how many followers you have. Again, you can click on those little uh blue things and numbers are going to pop up and that's going to show you how many followers you have had in days and hours blah 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 um that you either got. Um average times when your followers are on Instagram in a typical day. So like it'll show you at 12 p.m. like 2000 people are on. Does that make sense? And then the days, if you click, like, it says 42,000 on Friday. So days of the week when your followers are most active. So 42,000 people will be active, like, you know, on Fridays, you know, at, like, whatever time. And so you look and you're like, okay, if you really want to do it that way. I don't like to do that because I like my um, scheduling apps to do all that work for me. I like to go in here and say, oh, okay, my schedule was right. I got a lot of engagement at Monday at 12 p.m., blah, blah, blah. Okay. I know that was a lot, but I want to know if you learned anything, please DM me on Instagram. Show me some love. Also give me a follow. I will follow you back for life if you follow me um, check out my stories, go through my page, see what I mean. If you have questions, feel free to leave a comment directly on one of my photos. I go through them all myself. I like to look through and read and respond and comment. And if you'd like to do a personal message, that's fine too. Make sure you follow me and then press DM or, you know, click on my, uh, page. And then, I'm also totally taking emails anytime. So you can just email me, Cassandra at CassandraMcClure.com, or go to my website, CassandraMcClure.com, and you can fill out the form to be either on my podcast, on the podcast section, or... Um, If you are looking for beauty or a coach or a mentor, or you have more questions, I'm totally happy to answer any and all of them. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. And all right. So that's it for this week's episode on the clean beauty podcast. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to head over to iTunes to review, rate, and subscribe to the channel until next week. Stay beautiful.